This is The Ship Show with your host, Jeff Newbarth. Take it away. Welcome to The Ship Show from Florida, where I thought it used to be warm. It's like 55 degrees here and the wind blowing just as hard. Thanks for listening to The Ship Show, part of the Callaway Podcast Network. Don't forget, we need you to subscribe, rate, review, especially on Apple Podcasts. Kyle, do you subscribe to The Ship Show yet? I'm not, but now I'm going to because you said so. All right. Well, Francesco Molinari, we asked him that the other day, and he literally pulled out his phone, and he subscribed while I did the rest of the read. Because we want to hear from you. Ship show at CallawayGolf.com. Call us, 760-804-GOLF, 760-804-GOLF. I don't think we've gotten a call this year. Like, just can't somebody, like, pick up the phone and call? Who knows? Maybe the first person who called. Maybe we'll do it like the old radio days. Caller 100 will send you a dozen of the brand-new Chrome Soft Balls. Because I don't know if you saw today, and we'll get to who our guest is in a second. I did promise a big announcement. Today, Callaway introduced the new Callaway Chrome Soft and Chrome Soft X 2020 golf balls. I think they probably did it just so they could design a golf ball that, at your swing speed, you wouldn't destroy. Yeah, I is think they were just tired of seeing the cover being torn off the ball yeah. at the Eli Cowley Testing Center. So, yeah. I mean, they did a good job, though. Yeah, so in case anyone hasn't figured out, Kyle Berkshire, the reigning world long drive champion, is the newest member of Team Callaway. I know I promised you guys last week we were going to bring on the newest member of our staff, and we don't lie on the ship show. Well, sometimes we do, but today <laughs> we didn't. So Kyle's going to be joining us. The other thing is uh, the big news is the Golf Digest Hot List. Did you happen to see the results of the Golf Digest Hot List? I hear Callie did pretty good. Yeah, so I have it in my phone because Jeff Newt's uh, scoops, as we like to call him around the office, is very particular <laughs> to make sure that I read this properly. So I don't want to mess this up. But here's what Newton would like us, everyone, to know. Callaway had 18 gold medals combined between Callaway and Odyssey. That's the most of any brand. So that's pretty good, right? Yeah, we win the most I gold think it's medals. better than Phelps, even. Six gold medals for Odyssey. That's the most of any putter brand. 2020 perfect scores for the Maverick Fairway, hybrid, or as I like to call them, hybrids, Apex Irons, and the Maverick driver tied with every uh, tied with one other driver at 19.5 out of 20. I guess the Russian judge didn't give it a perfect 10. <laughs> uh, every Maverick product, six total, uh, was awarded a gold medal. And every new 2020 product for Callaway Golf on Odyssey earned a gold medal. Um, there are five stars for innovation led by AI for Maverick drivers, fairway, and hybrids. It's yeah, pretty exciting. That's pretty amazing. But, you know, when you have the resources and the team, you know, like we have, it's just kind of goes to show what when those things come together, what you can do with innovation and technology. And I think it'll be a big year for Callaway and for everyone who games that equipment because – you're literally going to get an advantage over the rest of the field. Yeah, I mean, and you got a supercomputer. Like, exactly. literally, who doesn't want a supercomputer designing their golf club? Like, do you want it so, like, a bunch of engineers? Yeah, I remember Yeah, I remember seeing it when I was touring a place, and I I mean, I was honestly in awe. It was yeah. looked like the Empire State Building. Yeah, it's, it's pretty amazing <laughs> what they've come up with. So, um, we're going to get all into why you joined Callaway. I want to get into the the upcoming long drive season because they just announced the yep. schedule this week um, with with you know new events and and some different locations for events uh, but mostly what I want to talk about is your your, your swing mm-hmm. uh, we're gonna post your swing and all kinds of, of different social mediums today but the first thing is where can people follow you on Instagram because if you're not following Kyle a you're out of your mind uh, B I, I literally sat there the other day you put up one. Uh, it was like what night golf that you did one the other day at Top yeah, Golf. I had, um, I think it was from last night. We were at the World Long Drive Kickoff Party, and I was just yeah. kind of hit some drivers off the deck into the net because yeah. they don't like me hitting out of the net. Right, so. drivers <laughs> off the deck into the net. And then the other one that got me going crazy the other day is the two iron. So your your logic is that if you can nail a two iron, that the driver is going to be easy to hit. Right? Absolutely, it's kind of like you know, like a lot of basketball players, they will actually use a put a little rim around the basketball hoop that's smaller, right? Because when you're shooting at a, tar- at a smaller target, right. it makes you focus a little bit better. So if you're working with a two iron, which has a smaller sweet spot than a driver, and it's also tougher to swing fast. So if you're swinging a two iron fast in the center of the face, it's going to make you 
your hand eye more developed when holding a golf club. And so I like to post those videos because I know a lot of people enjoy watching them, but I also like to keep my page about how can you get hit it longer as well. And, you know, that's a very legitimate thing I've used to hit it longer. It hasn't necessarily made me swing the club faster, but it's made me hit it in the center of the face more often. And that's honestly, I think my biggest key to success in long drive is because I'm able to swing fast, but I'm also able to hit in the center of the face more than almost anyone. And so doing those kind of drills, like hitting, you know, three, two irons in 20 seconds, you know, peering yeah. them, it's fun to do. And it's, I know people like watching it, but it also has practical applications to your typical golfer. So, so I'm going to be honest, after I watched that video, um, I don't have a two iron. I think the lowest <laughs> I have is a three. So I grabbed it and I attempted it and I sucked. So after we're done with this, we're going to be doing some photo shoots and some other stuff. I'm going to take a little quick lesson from you and see if I can A, learn how to hit a two iron, but also B, try to hit one of the long drive drives in kind of your style of swing. Um, so we, we, Sean and I, who's with me producing the pod today, we're at the Ely Callaway Performance Center, the ECPC, we call it all the time. The area where you were hitting, where your, your feet were, which you know sort of to me is like a baseball player kind of digging into the box, that area turf like a month later is still like not fully. <laughs> recovered what are you doing to the ground yeah sorry about that um it's crazy yeah it's really just kind of you know the great thing about you know being in this day and age i can actually tell you exactly what's happening mathematically speaking because i've been on things like swing catalysts you know other things that can kind of really analyze your swing and so i put 268 percent of my weight into the ground at impact so Basically, I weigh 200 pounds, so you're essentially talking – I'm not that great at math. I'm not good at math. Yeah, so yeah. something like 500 pounds is being – the pressure is being put into my – literally okay. my lead foot. Okay. That's why the ground's like that because it's literally like a 500-pound man jumping on one foot and twisting off the ground. And when you do that, I think I hit like 150, 200 balls that morning. Yeah, you did. There's going to be some turf damage, and that's – you know, that's kind of just what goes into generating speed like that. And – um yeah, so that's pretty much going to keep happening, but um, definitely. Well, you just, just got to move around on the grass yeah, a little bit. Yeah, well, so you had a to do little that. bit here, a little bit there. Yeah, we were starting, starting to draw out a pretty nice racetrack on that, yeah. um, that, that turf. But yeah. yeah, that's just kind of part of what generating that kind of speed requires. And it, it, it isn't necessarily the most obvious when you watch my swing in full speed, but those little clues that are left behind, you can kind of look at those and kind of reverse engineer what I'm doing. And it, then it starts to make really a lot more sense mathematically what I'm doing. Right. And then you can start understanding how you or someone else can be generating more speed as well by looking at those clues that are left behind with, you know, what I'm doing. All right. Well, I've tried imitating your swing. It doesn't work for me, but I'll, <laughs> I'll take some tips a little bit later. All right. So let's, let's get into sort of your backstory. Uh, the, the standard stock question you have to ask everybody in long drive is, how did you get into long drive? Because you probably didn't grow up wanting to be a long drive driver. Well, actually, um, you know, I'm probably one of the few that grew up watching the sport. So I watched... because well, you're young. What's that? That's because you're young. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I guess I'm still growing up, yeah. um, technically speaking. But I watched uh, Zubac win it in '06. Um, I was that guy who always watched the Christmas Day airing of the World Long Drive Championship until I think 2013 when Golf Channel bought it and started airing it live. Uh, sorry, they bought it in 2016. Yeah, yeah. yeah ESPN started, used to always air it. Yeah, yeah, they started airing it on right. their show, so they were kind of circling around the sport. I think as early as 2013. Sure. Um, and I watched Tim Burke win that live. Yeah. And um, so I've kind of grown up watching the sport. I obviously never thought I would ever be in the sport, but I, I enjoyed watching what they did. Um, but to answer your question, what got me into the sport, I was a golfer at University of North Texas, and we were, we were at a par five. Um, it was kind of like a little practice day, you know, getting ready for a tournament. And it was at Lantana Golf Club on the 17th hole. And I've been looking forward to this all day because I knew on the putting green that it was downwind on 17. You know, so I was kind of looking forward to that. And we were playing in three threesomes. 
and some of the guys in the last threesome actually had to get to tutoring, and they were going to be late because it was a slow day. So we actually condensed into um, a six-sum and nice. I mean a five-sum and a four-sum, and we all happened to be in the 17 tee because we played the last two holes in those mm-hmm. you know those numbers to get the guys that were yeah. you know needed tutoring to get them to finish earlier, and so every single one of the teammates watched me hit the drive on 17, and it was the I still believe to this day the hardest drive I ever hit in my life. Um, given my speed at that time. And I hit it about 430 yards, 85, 85 yards past everyone else. And since everyone saw it, everyone from then on really just said, I need to try it. Um, so I got on a TrackMan launch monitor, and I was in mid-200s with my play driver, and then that's when I started kind of pursuing it. My coach gave me a red shirt, my, a red shirt semester to pursue mm-hmm. it, and um, I believe that was – spring of 2017 so just about three years ago to the day now right um and i went down to hawks landing in yucca valley yeah in a qualifier hit my f- in one of my first sets i hit it 474 yards ended up winning the qualifier and qualifying for worlds and from then on i kind of i, I really enjoyed it i really loved the sport and i kind of realized that i might have had a gift for it and um so i just pursued it from there and you know just it's I would just describe it as crazy thing after crazy thing happening to get me to this point. You yeah, know? and talk about, I mean, you probably don't like to talk about it, but talk about the results, you know, like how, how many wins? I mean, obviously you're the reigning world long drive champion, but how many, how many of these belts, championships, titles have, have you won in these in the three years since you've so been doing So I this? have, um, I guess if you count me qualifying for Worlds, yeah. that will uh, be my it. first win. So yeah. I have, counting that, I have seven. So I won the qualifier in 2017, and um, I think the closest I came that year to winning was a, tied for third at the Rockwell Blast. <clears throat> and then 2018, I had a lot of final eight finishes, but I just didn't – I wasn't able to win. I finally broke through and won on uh, the Midwest Slam mm-hmm. at Windstar, and that was my first event that I won. How far did you hit in your in your? I only hit it 357, 358. It was into a really bad wind. Yeah. Kind of like we have today. Yeah, exactly. Perfect timing. And then um, after getting linked up with Bobby Peterson, you know, my coach I have yeah. now, um, this year's kind of been a breakout year. I won uh, five times, out of including the world title. Out of so, how many events? Uh, I played in nine events this year, okay. and um, that's a pretty good record. Yeah, it's it's uh, a little more than half. Yeah. So I think we're we're happy that, but we definitely left a few out there that we really um, kind of sting a little bit. So but, so do you think do you think you could go through a season and have the perfect season where you win every time with every start? Now I'll be the first one to never go. I'll tell you I'll never go around saying I'm going to do that. Right. But in my but head, no, you, you you can say it here on the podcast. Absolutely. There's not many people listening. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. I'll I'll tell you right now. I know I can do it, and that is a goal my coach and I have because we know if we can get my swing to the place we want it to be. Yeah. We will. We think we're going to win everything, and we, or we could. The biggest problem I had last year, I I wasn't a complete hitter, and I I'm still I'm excited to see where my swing will be in six and a half weeks. Because after the PGA show, we're going to take a week off of hitting, yeah. and then I'm going to be spending seven weeks straight. We've already written out a program. I'm going to be hitting six to seven hours a day of training with working on a couple of different things in my swing. Okay. Our focus this year isn't on becoming – we think we've, I am faster than I was last year, but our focus right. is on becoming a more complete hitter yeah. in terms of – I was relying a little too much on my speed as I kept winning, getting one ball in, or sometimes right. so you Right, so you want to get more on the grid, Absolutely. Right? I had yeah. – in Tennessee, big shots in Worlds, I had two OB sets in both those tournaments. And yeah. the fact is, when you're in, like, the final eight and it's, t- it's TV time, you have an OB set, you're out. Yeah. But, like, in your earlier rounds, you can survive an OB set because it's five sets of round-robin play. So we're trying to avoid the 
limit the possibility of a OB set because we think that is what's going to cost me tournaments yeah. in the future. And it cost me the Atlantic City tournament because I went OB in the semis. So if we can become more complete, mm-hmm. if we can deliver the club more consistently, which is what we're working on, you know, we, we don't see any reason why I couldn't win everything. Yeah, Sean, once time we were playing golf together and he had an OB round and he ran out of golf balls. <laughs> Sucks. We couldn't finish. We didn't run out. He didn't run out of beverages, but he, he ran out of golf balls. So as long as you don't it. run out of beverages, though, yeah, you have some, you yeah. Have it was kind of it was kind of a win. I didn't. I mean, I wouldn't say you won the day, but you, you didn't lose the day, so that could be worse. All right. So um, one thing that I definitely, you know, I started watching Long Drive uh, right around when Tim Burke was kind of mm-hmm. dominating. We both actually played at the same club over here in Orlando. Um, uh, where they have the father son over there, and Tim would come to the range and like you just be like hitting on the range, working on your game, and he would just come next to you and just even when he was not trying to go big, it just does, and the sound yeah. just was very discouraging to everybody else. So, <laughs> h- how do you when you look at a guy like that who's won you know what multiple championships stuff like that? Are those the guys that you kind of measure yourself against, or are you just thinking like I don't worry about anybody else, I only have to worry about what I if I do what I'm capable of doing, it's it's not even a game. Yeah, that's kind of my mindset. I mean, to be clear, guys like Tim Burke, they're they're always going to be great hitters. That's just who they are. They're great hitters. And, you know, but the fact of the matter is, you know, it'd be different if I could stand in front of Tim and block a shot. It's not. That would hurt. It would hurt. But yeah. you got to do what you got to do to win, right? But the reality is this is not a defensive sport. This right. is offense. So it's kind of like you can't you can't block your opponent from hitting a great shot. All you can really do is accept that they're going to hit great shots and try to hit better shots. And right. so for me, in my perspective, I don't really chase other players. I don't really try to beat them. I, I, I ch- I'm chasing history. You know, I'm, I'm trying to do things that have never been done. I'm trying to set records that will stand for a long time. You know, I don't – and it's not because my competitors aren't worthy opponents. They're – trust me, they're, they're really good. And they're going to they're gonna be – you know, they're all phenomenal hitters. But the point is, I'm not. I can't control what they do. Yeah. All I can do is control how good I am. And so, I I believe trying to stop them or trying to wish bad shots on them or hoping they don't do well, I think that's wasted energy that I could be using to become a better hitter myself. And that's really the only way I can truly influence the outcome more than I normally could is by becoming a better hitter. And that's kind of where my focus lies. See, I think there should be one event a year where you are allowed to play defense. And I don't know how that would look like. Like, I don't know if you have to get, like, the craziest catching gear or something. Or maybe you get to stand next to him and yell at him and distract him. Or, I don't know, do something. Like, defense would be kind of fun in long drive. Oh, it would be fun for if you get the guy watching. laughing and all of a sudden, like, he, like, turns this way and, like, you know, all of a sudden he's coming down 200 miles an hour club head speed. Oh, be be, awesome. yeah. I mean, you know, if you would like to volunteer as one of the guys on my team to de- help me Dude, defend. Now that you're part of Team Callaway, I'm <laughs> in. You say whatever you need to do, and normally we'll get Verska and we'll get Molnarski, and they'll be the first line of defense, and I'll be right behind them telling them what to do. Yeah, perfect. I, yeah. I just need you to stand about five feet in front of Tim Burke hitting a 220 mile an hour ball speed. I mean, it's not going to hurt for that long. Nah. Right? Yeah, you just gonna, it's kind of like setting a pick in basketball. You just kind of got to stand like that. Just I'll show you a video when we're done <laughs> that I almost got hit in the back of the head by a golf ball that went through. One of our guys was hitting through like three different screens, and uh, some genius them to hit while a couple of us were behind the screen, which was not really <laughs> one of my better days. Um, but but I, I literally heard it whiz by me, and and yeah, those things move pretty fast. So what's what's your 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 current ball speed, club speed? Let's give some people some numbers who are trying to figure this out. So I think I sat um, in the mid two twenty ball speed range, one fifty one, one fifty two club speed for most of the year. Um, since then, I have set piece personal bests. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I was in Florida. Well, I guess we're in Florida now, but yeah. earlier in the year. I don't know. It doesn't feel like Florida. Yeah, might as well be Massachusetts. But um, I, I, think in, I think this was in November. I set personal best ball speed at 230.2 on TrackMan. Oh, my God. Um, to my knowledge, that's the first time anybody's ever crossed a 230-mile-an-hour barrier in the launch nice. monitored era. Um, I think my fastest club speed I've had recorded was at Worlds. Um, I think it was 156 miles an hour. We just get all amped up for that, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. And, and to be clear, I think that the club speed on the TV package reads about three miles an hour high. Mm-hmm. So I would well, say – Well, that makes sense. Yeah, because it, well, it, I think there's just a bit of an algorithm difference on TV yeah. packages. Plus, for, they want it to be higher. Yeah, they want it to be higher. Yeah. I mean, I would say legitimately speaking, my fast club speed ever has been about 154 flat. Mm-hmm. Fastest ball speed ever has been probably about 230. Well, it has been measured at 230.2. But again, yeah. I, I think it is possible um, during tournaments that I've had shots that haven't been measured that right. probably might have been faster. So let's let's um, answer the question that my bosses are probably mad that I've taken oh, 15 <laughs> minutes to not ask you. Why, why Team Callaway? Why why did you want to join? So, you know, our, our, you know our one company? of the things I kept noticing – with Callaway was especially, you know, years past, they've always done well in long drive, but they've also done well in regular golf. And I believe there's a lot to be said for doing well in regular golf and well in long drive. As a golfer myself, I thought it was the perfect opportunity to team up with a company that really manufactures very good golf equipment and has the knowledge and the passion to transfer that to the extremes that long drive presents. Because no, no matter what, it's a tremendous challenge to get in a long drive. And it's something I've seen Callaway do very well. And I, I really think with us teaming up, we can continue to do better and better in the future and become a better and better driver. And that's what excites me is the passion that the team has for pushing limits. I mean, when you see a supercomputer that's 40 feet tall, that's literally just a supercomputer. I mean, that tells you all you need to know about the passion and, and the drive for excellence that Callaway has. And I really became a believer in the tour because of how – detailed every person was in every department explaining what their role was and how they were going to improve the driver and also seeing the culture you know seeing the professionals that were on the staff seeing how welcoming every everyone's really been to the to you know when I was visiting and welcoming me to the team that means a lot to me because that tells me that there's a lot invested in me and then in turn that allows me to invest a lot in the company to perform my best and I think It'll be a great partnership because I think we can really spend we can spend the next several years showing people why it's such a better driver and also how to hit it further and how to improve. And I love the fact that I can show the extremes of the sport of golf and of distance. But what I love even more is that it gives me the avenue, and I think Callaway is very good with this, of showing people how and what to use to hit it further and to enjoy the game more and to be able to just not have all the frustration that comes with having hitting long clubs and all that. And that's what really resonated a lot for me when I was um, d- decide whether I should join Team Callaway or not. We even thought, th- thought so much of you. We sent someone to Orlando to fly back with you, to fly you all the way out to Callaway. Yeah, I mean, you guys sent was me a travel awesome. buddy. Yeah. It was great. Yeah, I just coincidentally <laughs> was on the same flight. And also, not just Callaway, you got some new uh, new apparel. Yeah, Travis Matthew has been awesome. I've heard of them. And, uh, you know, I've always known of them as a great company, making great products. And, I mean, it, I'm, I'm very thankful I wore their their um, their um, yeah, extra well, clothing today because yeah. it's like 50 degrees outside. Yeah. Well, also, it's PGA show, uh, show week, so it's required you wear a quarter zip. Exactly. It's, it's, it's the world's largest collection of uh, people wearing quarter zips. Yeah, it, it yeah. says that you are someone who is interested in PGA merchandise and yeah. likes golf. It's like, totally. I think it's actually on the dress code. It is. You have it to is. wear a quarter zip. Yeah, otherwise and, uh, they, don't, they don't even let you in. 
Have you been to the PGA show before? Oh yeah, I was um I was I was at the PGA show in 2017 and obviously okay. 2018 as yeah. well. All right. Well, one of the things you're going to be doing this year is you're going to be on Golf Channel's Morning Drive. Oh yeah. So you can tune in on Friday morning and see a non-live segment, we'll just give away the magic of TV, where you're going to be uh, crushing some balls. My goal is for you to break their simulator. Yeah. Because when I was there producing, we had Sedlowski in, and he broke the simulator not once but twice, and they claim that they have some new, like, mm -hmm. long-drive-proof yep. net. It's like Teflon. And, yeah, I literally – anything you can do to break it, I'm, I'm all into it because this will be the first time that the simulator breaks. It won't be my fault because both times when it broke, it was my fault, even though last I checked – I didn't hit the ball. That was I mean, I can bring a sledgehammer and just, you know, oh, do nice. whatever we got to do. Let's do that after we, like, hit the ball, <laughs> set the numbers and everything. So tell people where they can follow you on social media. Yeah, um, you can follow me. Um, I'm pretty much most on Instagram, so okay. at Kyle Berkshire. Um, and I, I love that outlet because it's perfect for what I do. I mean, it's quick videos, and I think it gives me opportunity to share some insight on how to hit a far and – or just if you get if you just like for entertainment, you yeah. just watch me beat golf balls, so that kind of stuff. So yeah, follow me, Kyle Berkshire, um, just my name right. on Instagram, and uh, yeah, it's a community I'm very proud of having. You know, very flattered that as many people have followed me as they have, and it, it's very something I don't take lightly. Being able to kind of have that kind of influence and kind of reach that many people with what I do. Yeah, and you were so, telling me about that when we met before that that you. You don't, you don't like program your channel, but you, you always are thinking of what can I do cool for the channel. Oh, absolutely. I, I have a, yeah. So, so last couple questions. Mm -hmm. Talk to me about sort of where you are in the space of golf. You know, there's, it's, it's probably, um, you know, long drive is only growing bigger and bigger each year. We're seeing that Spence, the golf channel really got into it with the schedule announcement. You know, we have new events, we have more events, we have different locations. Where do you see yourself kind of in this big space that is golf? So I see myself as I'm definitely not PGA tour, um, but I see myself as kind of a hybrid between long drive and golf in terms of I can go out and by no means would I beat guys in the PGA Tour. But, like, I played with a few guys like uh, Camille of Jacobs, Jamie Lovemark. Some of those guys, they've been very gracious to allow me to play and, you know, hang out with them from time to time. And I can go out, play with those guys. and But you play not, college golf. Yeah, exactly. So I can go out and play with those guys and not beat them. But, like, I'm not going to get destroyed by right. 30 shots. Like, I can be someone who can – play golf and be relatable to the regular golfer because you know i carry currently a plus two handicap and so i can i think resonate with a lot of regular golfers a lot better than a typical long drive guy might may or may not and again there are a ton of lot great golfers in the space of long drive but i think the extremes i'm at allows me to i think resonate with people that love seeing the extremes of golf meaning long drive but then my ability to get it around par or close to par and with the background I have in golf and the knowledge I have in the space of golf because I grew up my background was golf I play golf from the age of two you know it gives me the ability to kind of be amphibious you know I can kind of do one or two I can do both I guess ambidextrous to yeah. what I'm trying to do amphibious means you do it in the water yeah exactly. I mean if you want to go to I mean, there's I a, a lake of... if you could hit long drive underwater that could be a whole new well, genre I, I'm into water in a different way I hit a lot of balls in the lakes but you yeah. know well, um, we're gonna do that today <laughs> yeah exactly we can do that yeah we can always do that right. um but I guess what I'm trying to say is I can kind of my space in golf is best defined as a long drive specialist with also an aptitude for regular golf in the sense that I can actually help people understand how to take what I do and put it into a golf swing that they want to use the score. So I can actually teach that. Like I can say what I do, here's what you don't want to do from what I do. And here's what you do want to do from what right. I do. Here's what's going to allow you to shoot lower scores. And then this 
we're going to hit it further, but you're probably not going to hit it straight. So I can really be good with breaking that down and helping transfer that better to the regular golfer, into the regular golf game. And I think that's where I'm best suited and where I best serve my purpose. Wow, it's getting loud in there. Everyone got excited about that answer. So uh, last one is in five years from now, where, where is Kyle Berkshire going to be? Where, what are we going to be saying you've done? What are we going to be what are we going to be talking about in five years? I, I would, and we're going to save this clip, and when it's right in five years, we're going to uh, continue to uh, to play this clip back. Yeah, I, I really think um, I, I think I'll win you know a good amount more titles in five years. I think five years I'll be better I'll be a better long driver than I am as I stand right now. Um, you know, my goal is to win the most world titles ever. Um, I don't know if we'll get that done in five years because that would require me winning all five. <laughs> but um, I think goals. we'll be talking about hopefully the last couple titles I've won, maybe title three or four, um, and ideally 30 victories on tour. And honestly, what I would love to see the most is like we're going to be talking about the great advancements that Callaway's made and, you know, how we've been able to help people hit the ball further more often and – that's kind of where I would like my legacy to lie, and I would like to be responsible along with Callaway and other long drive specialists for kind of continuing to inspire distance revolution in the game where, you know, 300 yards isn't like a crazy number, but it's more like the norm, you know. And that's what I, that's the message I always want to deliver to people, that 300 yards is a realistic number for the vast majority of the population of human beings on this planet if you have the right mechanics and you work out in the gym properly. And I would love to be responsible for at least part of that revolution. All right, so now you're telling me i got to eat right, I've got to work out, I've got to develop mechanics. I mean, I'm pretty much 0 for 3 on this list. But we'll <laughs> yeah, it's a choice. It a you know, it's, I know. It's how bad you want to do it. I know. All right. But, well, you know, you can, always, um, you can always skip eating right and still get most of the results. So if you want to work out and eat a ton of food, whatever you want, right. and get good mechanics, you can get, get fast and strong doing all that. Right. Too. I think Kyle Berkshire is my new life coach. I think I'm all set. All right. <laughs> Kyle, thanks so much for being here on The Ship Show. We really appreciate it. We are so excited, uh, like we showed you when you came out to, to see us a little while ago, uh, how excited we are to have you as a part of Team Callaway. And I can't wait to see you compete again on the long drive circuit, wearing our hat, using our clubs with the bag. I see the bag right there. It looks it's good. Beautiful. The new Maverick bag. Uh, we'll probably uh, – you have a lot of drivers in there, so we're, we're not going to count to 14 on that yeah, bag. Yeah, we have a good amount, but, yeah. But I do see a putter in there, so that's pretty exciting. Because I, I imagine you playing golf where it's like drive and then putt, and that's pretty much like the entire day. Ideally. It's typically yeah. drive – in the water, drop, drive, and then make my par in the green. Yeah, amazing, um, amazing. But so that's how it all shakes out. But right. yeah, it's it's going to be great. I'm really excited to, um, you know, see the heights we can take each other to. I think ideally we'll take each other to unprecedented heights in the sport of long drive and transcend that sport into golf and in regular life and really try to make an impact on as many people as possible because that's really it. what it's all about. I love it. Awesome. All right, Kyle Buckshire, thanks for being here on the Ship Show. Thursday, we are going to be joined by Annika Sornstam. Miss 59. Wow. I'm a, that's, I don't know if I'll ever shoot that number. Maybe after 13 holes. Well, just holes. as I say, just don't play 18 holes. <laughs> yeah, just play 13 holes. Yeah. So my favorite story with Annika is I played right across the street from here. There's another golf club, and she had a, a like a junior am because she hosts the Annika Invitational, which was last week. And we played in the pro-am, a couple guys from Golf Channel and I, and we told her we were going to start live tweeting as we got into 59 watch, and we actually shot like 54 as a team that day. <laughs> so we didn't even get to tweet because we were like, uh, we won the thing by like 10. It's my only victory in golf. So I always love talking with Annika. She likes to not talk about that, but that's, of course, the first subject I'll bring up. Yeah, you're going to talk about it but, the entire show. But I'm so excited. Annika and Henrik Stenson, two members of Team Callaway, are going to be the hosts of a European tour event where men and women are going to play in the same event for the same purse, which is just absolutely amazing. So we're going to deep dive on that. If you have questions for Annika, ship show at CallawayGolf.com. That's ship show at CallawayGolf.com. Don't make Lex angry. 
fill her email up with plenty of stuff. And also the phone number, 760-804-GOLF. If people have a question for you, Kyle, they can call 760-804-GOLF. So I'm not going to give them your cell number. And then we'll get those questions to you, and you can answer them on, on a future ship show. Perfect, yeah. Uh, so we'll, we'll definitely do that. Um, we'll also have tons of coverage from the PGA Show and all of our Callaway social channels. You never know what we're going to announce. We announced the golf ball today. We, of course, have announced the whole Maverick line. Uh, we had the hot list stuff that Newt sent. I don't think I forgot too much of the stuff that I was supposed to do, right? Sean has no idea. Like, if anyone would send us a format, we would know what to do, right? You'd think if it's just all we need is one. Uh, thanks, everybody, for listening, and we will see you later in the week on The Ship Show. Thanks for having me. Thanks for listening to The Ship Show, part of the Callaway Podcast Network. Remember to download and subscribe on Apple, Spotify, and SoundCloud.